Welcome in. It's Tuesday, Tuesday. Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Welcome aboard. We're going to take a couple of your questions today. We will take a look at the sky real quick. How many more days do we have left in March? It's the 28th. We have through Friday. The aspect today that is the main one has already happened. That was at 2.50 this morning Eastern, and it was Mercury conjoining Jupiter. I kind of like what we said yesterday. If you have a social media video or a post that you've like, I shouldn't put this out. I'm going to get bonked. Well, today would be your best day to try to put it out. Jupiter's lucky charm might get you past. I don't know, though. We're dealing with computers, right? So maybe not. Maybe they'll flag you anyway. But expanded, wonderful communication today. Just be sure it's not too crisp because it is in Aries after all. 621, the moon enters Cancer, so that puts the moon and Mars in there together. So if you are going to take your communication to the edge, just be sure to do a little intuitive work before you do and make sure that the intuitive blessing is there as well as the mental blessing from Mercury. Listen to and follow your heart for the next two days. The moon is with you. We've got a waxing first quarter crescent moon and the full moon will be on April 6th. That's a week from Thursday. Now, you guys have been so patient to wait to get some questions answered. We had to deal with the astrology in the sky last week, but let's knock some out this week. Here's a good one. Hi, Thomas. I just started listening to your podcast, and I am just amazed at all of the wonderful information that you share. So I'm wondering, I work in the education industry, uh, particularly public K-12, through and I'm wondering, what does the outlook for education look like? Well, I am so grateful to all of you who are new listeners. Thank you for coming along here. And if you like what we do, and a little note on iTunes is appropriate for you, if you listen on that channel, I'd love it. It sure helps kick us up there and keep us up at the top of the searches for astrology in Spotify and Apple Podcast. So thanks for listening. And I love your question because we have a lot of teachers that listen. Now, the first thing that I'm going to set up here is something that goes back to the, one of the audiobooks that I did for Steve Forrest is called The Endless Sky. And it's a collection of about 72 or so, 70 plus articles that Steve wrote over the last 20 years. He finally, during the pandemic, sat down and bound them all up into one volume and let me narrate it for him. One of the chapters that was one of his articles is called When the Saints Come Marching In. And he was talking about particular aspects in 2016, but mostly related to Neptune transiting through Pisces, which started in, for the first time, these now all-so-familiar retrograde dances, 2011, and it finally dances out in 2026. So, of course, as our second slowest-moving planet... These Piscean themes that we haven't had like this for a long, long time have been playing themselves out. The one that Steve picked up on this article is that all these kids coming in, born under Neptune in Pisces, as he said, are either going to be saints or sinners. I mean, it's basically one of the two. They're either going to be gurus and sages and light workers that are going to help shift this culture or they're going to be alcoholics and stoners. Maybe both. <laughs> Who knows? But the article was very cleverly written, and I love his title. And he was actually in New Orleans when he was putting the book together. So it just all fit that he was saying that these kids that are coming in are special. 
and those of you who have had kids since 2011-12 know that sometimes you look at that child and just wonder what's going on in here. (laughs) Well, you have a little saint on your hands. Now, I know that in the classroom you think, oh no, that's not the case at all, especially when that little saint is sugared up. But... (laughs) But the thing that I would suggest first is realize what you're dealing with as a teacher. You just don't know. A lot of these kids are just way ahead of us. And I've said to parents, jokingly, but not so much, just get them to about 16 or 17, hand them the keys and get out of the way. <laughs> like Let them do their work. But you're asking a question of what does the future look like for education? So I thought, first of all, what chart are we going to use to uh, pontificate this question? And I went to the Sibley United States chart of July 4th, 1776 at 5.10 p.m. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's the one that Robert Glasscock has tried and true tested over the years. So I went with that. And then instead of putting transits up, which are so fast... You're asking what themes are we facing? What are you going to have in your career as we look forward of all these other changes going on in the world? So I put the solar arc chart over the Sibley chart. Now, there are three places I would go to look at education-related questions like this. The third house, the fifth house, and the ninth house. The ninth being advanced, the third being the shorter term, and the fifth house being the learning process or the learning or the education process itself. So in the third house, Uranus is right on the cusp, in Aquarius. Now, this is the United States solar arc chart that I'm describing here, not the current chart, not the transit chart. You wait, wait a minute, Uranus is in Taurus. Yes, you're correct. Here in the United States chart, it is in Aquarius, and it's sitting in the third house. Also, Mars is in Aquarius. So that means, again, some shakeup. And we also have the two benefics in there in Pisces. Oh, I love this. Venus is at 8 degrees Pisces and Jupiter is at 11 degrees Pisces, also sitting on the cusp of the fourth house. Now, the one little concern here is Mars, and we've talked about this in the past, but Mars in the solar arc chart in the third house is sitting on top of the United States moon. It's going to hit that moon this year and next directly. And in solar arc astrology, the exact aspects are really the fireworks. So once we get that one figured out, and maybe that's part of the shakeup, maybe that's what Uranus brings to the table. But in the area of learning, then I think you definitely have some wonderful characteristics. And if we're going to carry this out, then we'll have a shift toward more spirituality back in the educational process. But it will be purer spirituality because here's something really cool the asteroid urania is in the fifth house there's your learning center right there what does that say we're going to be learning about astronomy and uh, urania is basically astronomy but also used by astrologers to say what is the propensity of astrology in this chart well it definitely is showing up that perhaps learning will embrace astrology going forward And, you know, interestingly, there's nothing up in the ninth house. That would be the higher education levels beyond four years of college. So when you say you're working in K through 12, this is where the action is going to be. We have a wonderful listener. She's in our Facebook group, Melissa Granzo, who is a super teacher up in Michigan. 
she is like a model of how to implement this. And if you're in our Facebook group, you could connect with Melissa, and she loves, loves, loves talking about this. So if you're not in our Facebook group, just search up Fun Astrology Podcast Listeners Group. It's a private group. You have to answer the four questions, and then you can connect with Melissa in there. She would love that. So hope that helps. I'm going to run because I want to keep this within our time bands. Thank you for a great question. We'll be back tomorrow and do more. Have a great one. Bye-bye.